It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Washington Commanders failed to secure a win against the New York Giants for the second time in the 2022 NFL season. Because of it, they may have seen their playoff chances evaporate. We're going to discuss how it all went down now live from FedEx Field on Locked On Commanders. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, hey, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, and we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you are watching us, hopefully live now from FedEx Field. You can also find us on any audio platform in post and at the uh, WSA 9 Plus app on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. Of course, thank you for making us first listen to your first view literally every single day because it is one hour into the Monday, unfortunately, a misery Monday for Washington Commanders fans. I'm David Harrison. My co-host right next to me is Chris the Rooster Russell, both of us credential members of the media. Chris is doing it for the Team 980, where you can find he and Pete Medhurst 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, Monday through Friday, including this Monday, eight short hours. Chris and Pete will be on the air live coming to you, or you can check them anytime on the Odyssey app. And me, you can find me writing about your commanders for Commander Country, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Indeed, from a very loud, cold FedEx field, and uh, it was cold. Uh, in the end, for the Washington Commanders, this episode of LOC is presented by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NFL. All right, so David, we saw it with our very own eyes right behind us. 20-12, to 12, the final score. The Giants improved to 8-5-1. and one. The Commanders dropped to 7-6-1, and and this was a game about lost opportunities, as uh, we talked about in our initial Locked On Now, which people can check out through all of our social media platforms, and we will discuss now in length, but more the controversy at the end. What it came down to was two huge turning point moments that cost the Commanders and cost them big time. Yeah, absolutely. And and here's here's the best way I can address this, because I know the, the topic right now on, on Twitter and the topic that a lot of people are going to be talking about. In fact, I've been asked to write about it for Commander Country. So tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, you can see kind of some of my words uh, on that. And I'll be sharing some quotes from people like Ron Rivera, Taylor Heineke, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. A lot of people were talking about the officiating. Um, and here's the best way I can put it. So Pete Haley sent out a tweet uh, or actually retweeted Michael Phillips, who tweeted Coach Ron Rivera not wanting to talk about the officiating uh, without saying it basically because he didn't want to get fined. And, right. and that makes sense. Um, but then Pete kind of retweeted it and, and, you know, alluded to, you know, look, it's not all on the officiating. And here's the way that I can best put this. The Washington Commanders gave away this game. The, the Washington Commanders absolutely allowed the New York Giants to take take hold of momentum when they could have taken hold of momentum themselves. And towards the end of the game, when the Washington Commanders came back and said, you know what, now we want to take the momentum. Now we want to do what we should have done earlier, put points on the board and try to take control of this game. The officials essentially said, no, 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 it's too late. Tis the season to give, not to receive. When you you gave away this gift to the New York Giants, you will not take it back. That's the best way I can put it. So 
The officials didn't cost the commanders the game. They just didn't let the commanders take back what they had already given away. Well, that that is true. Listen, the, the number one reason why the commanders lose this game is not because of the officiating. It's because they turned the ball over deep in their own territory, uh, which led to a sack, force fumble, fumble recovery, touchdown. And then they turned the ball over right behind us over inside that 10 yard line, maybe where you can see uh, some dude painting the field right now. Uh, and that was Taylor Heineke, which cost them at least a shot at three points. You know, and again, maybe things change, but but I would be naive to say that the officiating didn't at least cost them the chance to potentially tie the game. So the scenario, again, is they're down 20 to 12, right, because of a bunch of things happening, the turnovers that we just mentioned, uh, a two-point conversion that they make but gets called for OPI. Then they miss the extra point. So they're down by eight. They would have needed the touchdown and the two-point conversion. Terry McLaurin lines up again all the way behind us on the far side of the field, and he lines up at about the one-and-a-half-yard line. The snap comes from about the half-yard line. Washington gets the touchdown ruling, but as everybody realizes, oh, wait, they made it, they got the touchdown, McLaurin gets whistled immediately for an illegal formation. Now, he said he checked with the official, the official told him what to do, da 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 John Hussey, the referee, did a pull report with Nikki Javala. And he said, listen, the official, it's not necessarily their job. Terry McLaurin lined up at the one-and-a-half-yard line, a full one yard behind the line of scrimmage. He was told to move up. He moved up a little. The video shows that, but he didn't move up apparently far enough. And I've never heard this term, David, uh, that he was he had to break the waistline of the center. I guess basically what that means is, He's got to be like right on the line of scrimmage. Right. He was not. That much was clear. And they again call in the legal formation. And then it takes us to the fourth down play and the final play of the game where it is clear that it is a pass interference in anybody's reasonable thing and in anybody's eyes, except for, in Hussey's words, his official's eyes. They said it did not rise to defensive pass interference. Take that first and then go back to the McLaurin one. Um yeah, the 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 non DPI on uh, on uh, um, I'm blanking on his name. The the Giants defense right. back number thirty number thirty. Um, yep. That's it's 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 terrible. Holmes, Holmes. Yeah, yep. I'm not gonna say Darnay Holmes. That's right. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that uh, that non call is the worst call I've ever seen. I've definitely seen no. some worse calls. Sure, but that was about as bad as they come. And then come to find out, and you know, again, we're up here. We're not watching uh, the NBC uh, live broadcast. I think it's NBC that does yep. Sunday night Sunday night football. Um, but apparently Chris Collinsworth was very upset about that non-call and said that, you know, is, is again, I'm paraphrasing Chris, um, but, you know, basically that's one of the worst calls. And then he kind of went on to say that, you know, the officials in that situation don't want to make that call. But here's here's the problem I have with that. If you're an official, right, and, and you know, you hate to kind of toe this line, but that is your job. That is your duty. That is what you are there to do is to legislate the game fairly equally from start to finish, not when it suits you, not when it's most comfortable, not when the limelight is the least on you. And I understand we want to let people play, but but if you're going to let people play, you got to let people play throughout the entirety of the game, not just when it's crunch time. And I go back to that two-point conversion penalty on Jahan Dotson, where Jahan, look, I will tell you, by the letter of the laws, look, he puts his hands out, he makes contact with the guy. It's not at, oh, I'm rubbing right. rubbing elbows with you because I'm running right. my route. It's, it's a physical attempt to put my hands on you, which is usually a blocking form. So, yes, by the letter of the law, that is – a penalty, but if we're going to let Darnay Holmes get away from sh- with straight jacketing Curtis Samuel in the end zone, we got to let Jahan Dodson get away with putting his hands a little bit on a DB on a rub route. So 
that's the only thing I would say about that. Now they could be different officials that made that could have made each call, right? So that's that's obviously a part of this. But I think what it boils down to is at the end of the day, officials are human beings. This thing is not done by constant review. We don't review every single play to make sure every foul was was committed or was counted. And there's going to be human error. So as a team, as a coach, as a quarterback, as a defense, as a player, you have to do everything in your power to take the game out of the officials' hands. If you're not in that situation in the first place, you don't need the call to happen. You don't need to get the right calls because you've, you've dominated the game. And kind of going back to the original point, the Washington players had the opportunity to seize momentum early, hold momentum during the middle part of the game, and close out the game, and they gave away those those opportunities. They, they, they no doubt and in, in, indeed gave away opportunities, and, and, and again, that put them in that position. They are simply not good enough to be in those type situations where someone else can take the game basically out of their hands or determine it uh, themselves. I mean, we're going to be talking about this, obviously, throughout the week. The NFL, I'm sure, will do nothing about it. Of course, they will not change the result. Uh, maybe they will call Ron on Tuesday and say, look, our bad. We're sorry. We feel really bad. But they didn't do that, at least on Sunday night in the pool report. I will say that yeah. we will have our plays of the day and our turning point uh, coming up here in just a moment, plus stock report. Uh, but obviously, we had to hit these very important storylines uh, out of the shoot coming Absolutely. up here on Locked On Commanders. But first, guys, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy online. If you ever felt life was a constant uphill battle, and many of us do, then BetterHelp Online Therapy is basically the next best thing to help you face those issues. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Therapists, however, are trained to help you figure out the cause of the challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. I know I deal with this all the time, right? I think we all do. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, and accessible anywhere, 100% online. So again, you can be in your office, you can be in your home. You don't have to go to an office. BetterHelp is going to help you. All the benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. You could choose a different therapist at any time. So get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's betterhelp.com slash locked on. And we're also brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. Every job hire can feel like a high stakes wager. You got to get it right. That's why you have to have LinkedIn Jobs in your corner. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to post your job, then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile so they know you're open for business. You're going to get simple tools like screening questions so you can weed through all the non-candidates and get to the people that you want to interview and hire. And it's all done through LinkedIn Jobs. They're going to help you at LinkedIn Jobs find better qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right. Thanks again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and view of the day. Now make your second listen the Locked On Sports Today podcast with Peter Bukowski and friends. He brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked on Sports Day podcast. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. From here at FedEx Field, David Harrison, Chris Russell, commanders lose 20 to 12 to the New York Giants. So they can't even 
get one win out of the two games in the division and against the Giants. They are now 7-6-1. They'll play at San Francisco on Christmas Eve. So a short turnaround, a long trip, a frustrating loss, a humbling loss in so many ways. And we'll talk about the implications as we go throughout the week. Uh, But, David, we uh, didn't even get to this because we had so much controversy uh, in our first segment. We normally do our plays of the day. Uh, for me, I'm going to just go with the, the turning point for me, which was the Kayvon Thibodeau sack, yeah. forced fumble, fumble recovery, and touchdown all in one swoop. And Kayvon Thibodeau, we saw him at MetLife Stadium two weeks ago, almost ended in overtime on a blind rush. Nobody picked him up. There was a miscommunication. He absolutely lit it to Taylor Heineke like a Christmas tree. Heineke held on to the ball and saved the game and saved the tie. Not tonight. Tonight wasn't a free run. Tonight, Charles Leno did engage with him, but he got beat ultimately. Heineke didn't get rid of it fast enough in the shadow of his own end zone, and boom. And that immediately turned a 3-0 commander's lead into a 7-3 deficit, and it was a lead the Giants would never relinquish. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, first rookie uh, to have a sack and a touchdown return as a defender in a game since Chase Young did in his own rookie season. So a little bit of irony and, uh, you know, medicine. Somebody in the comments said that the Giants uh, gave the commanders their taste of their own medicine. Well, there's a little bit of uh, evidence of that. Speaking of the live chat, uh, guys, look, we see you. Um, as, as you can probably tell, our set here is a little bit different than our... Different. So we're not going to throw up a whole lot of comments in this one, but definitely make sure you're putting them in there. If you got questions, if you got takes, drop them in there. They'll help us kind of shape our conversations for the rest of the week. But we do see you guys, Armand Super Chef. Uh, OC Alonzo, we see you, we hear you, we and we will definitely, you yeah, we definitely appreciate you guys, especially at one fifteen in the morning. Yes. Which we were By the way, that Chase Young on. touchdown that you were just mentioning yeah. in Arizona, but against the San Francisco 49ers, the opponent coming up this Saturday. Maybe Chase Young will be uh, on the field. Can, yeah, can do a nice. redo? Can take that back? From, I was kind of kidding a month ago when uh, I said maybe you'll see him unwrapped on Christmas. Yeah. I was kind of kidding. Here we are, though. So, uh, so that, I mean, look, I think that's a turning point. And, and Taylor Heineke said as much as well. But for the sake of the segment, I'm going to throw in another turning point, and it's going to be uh, shortly after that. Six plays later, the Washington Commanders punt the ball back to the New York Giants. The New York Giants then proceed to go 18 plays, 102 yards. That's, that's right, 102 yards of offense on one drive because they said, you know what, we'll give you a five-yard penalty, and then we'll just take it back and add some more uh, to that. And then it ended on a uh, Saquon Barkley direct snap. That made it a two-score game. Look, early on in that drive, John Bostic missed a tackle on second and six. Would have made it third and long. The defense was still kind of energized, still had some juice going. Could have gotten off the field, maybe gotten the ball back. It's still a one-score game, and perhaps things go different. So that's why it's kind of an additional turning point. Uh, honestly, after that, second and six turned into it was it was it was a pretty hefty hefty, or hefty game. I think it was about eight yards mm-hmm. uh, when all was said and done. I kind of looked at the defense after that, Chris. I kind of said, you know what, those guys look a little gassed at this moment in time. I think a little bit defeated morally. Um, and that drive ended up taking a long, long time. So that's kind of my second turning point uh, in this game. And then flowing right back into our stock up, stock down. You know, you know what? Let's let's flip this a little bit. We're kind of on a downward moment right now. So okay. let's continue with the down. Let's stay let's, here in the down with us for a minute. Let, and then let's we'll, disappoint we'll everybody. It, let's we'll let's depress everybody. The upswing. And <laughs> so I'm we gonna, all need better help. Right? We definitely need better help. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna get through this moment together, yes. and then we're gonna come back on the upswing. I'm gonna do mine real quick because it's gonna be real simple. Okay. Chris the Rooster Russell is known for not liking Joey Sly very much. Uh, my stock down is Joey Sly because after winning the special teams player of the month in November and being perfect in the month of November, he's now got misses in two consecutive games and that is not good stock down joey slide that's pretty much all the analysis i have uh i mean i can't i can't say that you're wrong i, I mean i hate 
I, I don't want to kill anybody, but he's inconsistent. He's got a strong leg, and Ron Rivera bypassed a chance early in the game to use that strong leg, but maybe Ron Rivera kind of sensed something yeah. was coming, and he did miss a very critical uh, extra point. Ultimately, it doesn't ultimately cost them the game, but it did contribute to them in this game. So I respect, obviously, what you're talking about there. For me, I'm going to go back to kind of like that drive that you were talking about with Bostic getting shaked out uh, by Saquon Barkley. The commander's defense, again, allowing, again, a 100-plus yard drive. Officially, it's 97. It started at the Giants' three-yard line. It ended in the commander's end zone. No sacks, no turnovers on the game. They got run on late, allowed 128 yards on the ground. And listen, I know they didn't get enough help from the offense. Uh, really, the help came kind of late and on the first drive of the third quarter and then late on the last two drives, but ultimately ending in controversy. The bottom line is, is the commander's defense against a pedestrian Giant offense wasn't great for a second consecutive game, if we're being honest. No, absolutely. You guys think the leaks at FedEx are bad? We got trash literally falling out of the stands here uh, <laughs> behind us. So, you know, let's finish this with stock up. All right, stock up. Rookie wide receiver Jahan Dotson. He was very good. Is he now good. just a couple, two or three touchdowns mm -hmm. away from having the most receiving touchdowns of any rookie in Washington Commanders history, which mm -hmm. make him the best rookie receiver this franchise has ever had, Chris. I might get some hate for saying that. But you know what? The production, anyway, is definitely top-notch for this franchise. I'm not going to go as far as actually say right. maybe the best rookie receiver to ever touch this franchise. But look, he is stinking good. And when you look at the games that he missed because of that hamstring injury, and you look at the way he was cooking going forward, now some some took some time for him to get in a rhythm with right. Taylor Heineke, right? But listen, we've all kind of talked about this. Carson Wentz, Taylor Heineke, completely different types of quarterbacks. Guess what? Jahan Dotson is producing with both of them. Once he gets to know them a little bit, get some, get some reps with them, get some time on the ground with them, he is producing with both of them. I think you've got a receiver here in Jahan Dotson that this franchise can definitely win with moving forward in the long term. You pair him with Terry, Jahan, if you can keep Curtis on board along with them, I think you've got a very potent uh, stable of weapons. Eventually, you got to figure out you know a long-term quarterback answer. Uh, but with this defense, if you can get that solved, you've got a very dangerous unit Listen, on your the, hands. The touchdown catch, obviously very important. That ignited the team after the halftime break because it was a brutal first half. But the catch he made on the 60, uh, I think it was 61 yards, I think was the ultimate yardage on that. Over the middle of the field, outstretched. It wasn't, if we're being honest, it wasn't the best throw in the world, but it was such a far distance that Heineke had to heave it. I can't kill him for it. It was just a really, really, really good catch from Jahan Dotson over a defender and basically just lunging out to basically get it. Not lunging in terms of falling, but, you, you know, um, reaching out, I guess, and extending out to get it. It was a great catch and a great job by Jahan Dotson. So uh, clearly he deserves that. Brian Robinson is my stock up. Uh, Washington commander on the night. 12 carries, 89 yards, seven and a half almost per carry. I thought he was great, especially on that one 15-yard run, I believe it was, where he just kept churning and kept carrying and kept bulldozing and kept pushing. And kept, and he did that one other time at least, maybe two other times on the night. Not quite to that level, but in terms of yardage, but similar type runs. Brian Robinson needed the ball more on Sunday night and did not get it which was sort of a yeah. problem, which we'll get into during the week. Absolutely. And uh, we'll finish off this one with uh, game balls. Look, it wasn't all bad. There was definitely some good things. Some of you in the live chat are kind of pointing out some of the good things yep. that happened. Certainly uh, some players and members of this team that deserve 
a win. Unfortunately, you know, it's 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 a uh, all hands on deck. Every person's got to do their part. And unfortunately, that just didn't happen on Sunday nights. No doubt about it. They needed more. But first, guys, you need more fun, right? So this episode is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks and PrizePicks.com. How does it work? You pick between two and five players. If they score more or less than their prize picks, pricks, <laughs> prize picks prediction, that's easy, not easy for me to say. You can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. It's late. I, what, what do you want from me? No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, including the NFL, college football, bowl games, the NHL, NBA, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. So here's what we want you to do. Download the prize picks app. Or go to prospects.com, sign up, play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. The promo code locked on. If you deposit 100, you're going to get 100. If you deposit 50, Prize Picks going to give you 50. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys, wrapping this this episode, live episode of Locked On Commanders, live here from FedEx Field following Washington Commanders' unfortunate defeat to the hands of the New York Giants. Uh, we're going to hand out some game balls. We're going to praise some guys that deserve some praise. And look, the defense, a lot of you have pointed out in the live chat, the defense did enough to win this game, right? When you hold an opponent, any NFL opponent, under 20 points, which they did, they held them 13 points, you deserve to win the game. And I think we would agree with that. Uh, John Allen would not agree with that because he's asked after every loss how he feels about that. And he says, we are a team. We win and lose together. Uh, we all have a job to do. It's it's a group effort, um, which is exactly what you expect a veteran captain on this football team uh, to say. But we will tell you that the, the commander's defense, absolutely, even with that 18-play, 102-yard drive, des- deserved uh, to win this game. Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. But a defender did have a good game, Chris. And that's uh, the first recipient, again, for those of you who are new, 3-2-1. Kind of hockey style, three stars, two mm-hmm. stars, one star. So our third star, first game ball goes to Danny Johnson. That's yeah. right, Danny Johnson. Uh, now really a starting corner because, you know, Christian Holmes struggled uh, a couple of weeks ago. Benjamin St. Juice for a third straight game, even with the bye week inactive uh, on Sunday night here at FedEx Field. Uh, Danny Johnson had eight total tackles and two passes defended. Now they came if memory serves me, both on the first series on defense, but that was important to kind of set the tone. David, I I will say this. Listen, I I understand the defense ultimately didn't allow a lot of points. That's a very pedestrian offense that they went against. And I'm, you know, as I mentioned in stock down, I am disappointed overall by the defense because, you know, that's where this team has to, quite honestly, win games. And when they don't get sacks and when they don't get turnovers, and I know they had almost the close one, but Daniel Jones uh, was down. I, I, I got it all, and, and I don't want to kill anybody. And Danny Johnson, again, was solid. And there were some moments where you say, okay, all right, they bent, but they didn't break, right? Yeah. But ultimately, they needed more on a night like this where their offense struggled with the exception of basically three 
two and a half series, uh, which is pretty much what the offense gives you on a most game-in, game-out basis. They needed a little bit more, but at least Andy Johnson gave them a shot in the arm, yeah. and I think he's helped cover up the loss of Benjamin St. Juice. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's he's done a splendid job since he came in relief Christian Holmes, and I think deserves to be commended for that. You know, look, the defense, you know, you always want more from your guys, right? And Jack Del Rio once uh, told us that turnovers come in spurts, takeaways come in spurts. Unfortunately, we're in a little bit of a dry spell right now. And Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know what your end of the press box was saying. We were sitting on opposite ends of the press box today, but my end of the press box was literally saying this team needs a pick six from this defense or they're not going to win this game. And that's an unfortunate place to be in as a team. But also, you know, if you're the defense, you definitely want to come up with that kind of a play for your guys. So uh, definitely still something to be desired there with that unit as well. Game ball number two is Brian Robinson. He's got a lot of love on this episode. He's got a lot of love from this ep- this yeah. show during the season. You guys in the chat are giving him a lot of love, and I think that you guys are 100% spot on for that. Chris, you said that B-Rob needed more touches. Uh, he got 13 of them, and that not was enough. not enough. He got 13 touches, over 100 yards of offense in those right. three. Imagine what this kid could do with 20 touches. Right. And, and you know, uh, we, we can criticize Scott Turner and, and play calling and, and some things and, and all that, so we're blue in the face. But at the end of the day, Brian Robinson gets the touches that he's called to get. And he does the best he can with him. So as far as the player, which is who we're here to celebrate in this moment, maybe we'll talk about the other stuff later. But in this moment, we just want to tip our cap to Brian Robinson, 13 carries, over 100 yards of offense, should have had the game-winning touchdown, potential game-winning touchdown. You know, and right after that great Jahan Dotson play that we were just talking about, he had a 19-yard run the immediate play after that, right? And The commanders had 80 yards in two plays from the, you know, again, inside their own 10-yard line. And they were charging and looking like, okay, they were big time in business. And then Scott Turner runs Curtis Samuel on first down with a jet motion to serve as a lead block. And Curtis Samuel had been bottled up all night from the very get-go in this game. He was not able to get on track, uh, especially as a runner. And Scott Turner kept going to that well instead of going to the Brian Robinson well and maybe even sprinkling in more of Antonio Gibson. So that part was disappointing. But that doesn't mean – that Brian Robinson was disappointing. Absolutely. And Chris, our final game ball goes to Jahan Dotson. The uh, the guy that I've been saying for weeks now is the key to unlocking this offense. Now, I think that he has proven me correct in theory. Unfortunately, the execution has not supported uh, the theory. But I think that you can see or that we can see. And I, and I hope I'm not just trying to prove mm-hmm. my own theories correct here. So correct me if no. I am wrong. Jahan Dotson, the more this offense gets Jahan Dotson going, the better off they are. So he had four touchdowns in his first four NFL games. Then he gets hurt, and he misses five games. And then it took him, I I would say, I I think it was three full games when he returned to to really get back into the flow of the offense. And I remember the last time we were here, David, uh, after Thanksgiving against the Atlanta Falcons, a win. I said, you know, John Dotson just isn't right yet. And then the very next week against the Giants two weeks ago at MetLife Stadium, yep. he had the game-tying touchdown, the spin rooney the broken tackle, <laughs> all of that. And you said, ah, that's the John. And then tonight, again, the touchdown on a post route, the big 61-yarder over the middle, the great catch, a 14-yarder on the, let me see, on the final series. Uh, I believe it was maybe the second of final series, uh, but basically on a kind of a corner route uh, across the field from us here. So, I mean, Jahan Dotson, I, I think it's safe to say 
He's fully back. The yeah. one little thing that I thought eh, had a little bit of an issue with, I wish he would have taken a better angle on the Taylor Heineke run review out of bounds inside the one-yard line late in the game. If he would have taken a better angle blocking, maybe Taylor Heineke could have scored there and they could have avoided all of the, the other nonsense. Of yeah, I thought we were going to get another Taylor Heineke pile-on dive. You know, I you mean, got one on this. Close. You got one here. Let's get one on the other and get some new shirts close. made. But Dotson was there and didn't take no. a good enough angle, and that has to be pointed out. I'm not trying to again. It, it, it's just a situation, and I think that you know, I, everything bad happened right yeah. after that. So, yeah. you know, I mean, woulda, coulda, shoulda. I'm not. You know, again, the kid had a great game, but being an NFL wide receiver is about the totality, and blocking is part of that. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Those are our three game balls for this game, guys. Again, the Washington Commanders, unfortunately, fall to the New York Giants. Uh, score predictions, I predicted the Giants would score 20. They did. I just also predicted the Commanders would score more. But we're going to get out of here. We will be back tomorrow and through the rest of the week to talk about this game, the upcoming game against San Francisco 49ers. Bear with us through the Christmas weekend. Maybe some weird scheduling as we try to navigate the holidays, family time, football time, Commander stuff. We're not going to San Francisco, but we'll, we'll have some content for you guys. So definitely make sure. You keep checked out. But for now, we're going to go get warm because this is open. There is no window here. This is all my 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 J's are, are nippy. That's my way of dropping that I'm wearing Jordans. Did, did you see what the Giants did on Twitter? No. What did they do? Hey, this is not going to make you very happy. <laughs> they totally messed with Taylor Heineke and the Commanders. Hey, look, I'm just going to – you got to check it out get. on the Giants' Twitter. Yep. But, hey, listen, you know, you open yourself up to yep. that. Uh, you knew somebody, some smart, you know what, was going to hit it on social Absolutely. media. And uh, you can't kick did. your heels up in Packers colored Jordans and not expect to get it back someday. Exactly. It's going to come back to you. All right. So that is going to do it for us. I'm so cold uh, that I my brain froze. Sorry. I almost like when you have a Slurpee, right? And your brain just freezes and you can't think. But thank you again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and watch of the day. Now make your second listen and watch the Locked On Sports Today podcast again. Peter Burkowski and friends bringing you the biggest stories in sports. Locked On Sports Today available on YouTube and Odyssey and wherever you get your podcast. You want to hop in. It's 301 uh, 615 <laughs> um, 3577 seven, seven, I think I'm giving the right number it's not on my script I'm sorry I brain it again I told you my brain is very cold or locked on Washington Commanders at gmail.com or on Twitter or DM at LO Commanders for Nick Harrison who's covering the Washington Commanders for SI.com's Fan Nation I'm Chris Russell one half of the Russell and Ned Hershey on the Team 980 Monday through Friday 9 to noon thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.